0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another SmackDown Roundup. I'm your host, Ryan Satin. Before we get into this week's episode, though, first got to give a little bit of love to those of you who show me love in return by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. I know I ask you guys every week at the end of the show to do that favor for me. So those of you who listen and do it, I appreciate it very much. This week, it's carlito 650. I'm guessing it's not the Carlito, like the one who is in WWE, but you never know. You never know. (laughs) I'm guessing it's not, though. Uh, Carlito650 says, great podcast, five stars. I love this podcast because it brings different perspectives that you would only get here. I love the questions asked to the wrestlers and the Raw and SmackDown roundups. Keep up the good work, Ryan. You're the man, and congrats on the engagement. Thank you so much, Carlito. Appreciate it very much. You are the man. Hopefully you're not spitting apples in people's faces, though. Let's get to the show. This week's show started with Ronda Rousey hopping the barricade into the ring, says that she paid her fine last week and wants her suspension to be lifted. She calls out Adam Pearce and says she'll stay in the ring until she gets what she wants. He comes out with security and says that's above his pay grade. Also points out that she can't just hijack the show to get what she wants, so he asks her to leave the ring peacefully. The crowd then chants, "We want Rhonda." And she asks Pierce to not make her choose violence. Now, just a quick pin right there. Uh, that's a shirt. In my mind, you know, I've watched enough wrestling to know that's a shirt. That's a hundred percent a shirt. Don't make me choose violence. Is a money-making Rhonda Rousey shirt. Uh, the whole, you know, choosing violence thing is already a popular phrase as it is, uh, don't make me choose violence. Easy, easy money. I would even buy that shirt. WWE shop. I hope you're listening to this. If not someone sending this to them. I know someone, I know some people who work at WWE shop, follow me on, on social media. So please, hopefully one of you is listening to this and you make the pitch. I tweeted it too, but let's get that. Let's get that Ronda Rousey shirt. I would rock that over the, the Rowdy Piper-looking one for sure. Thankfully, Adam Pierce does make Ronda Rousey choose violence. Uh, security tries to step in. She kicks their asses. Uh, then Pierce brings out police officers who arrest her and take her backstage to a police car. As she's driven off, a Yukon pulls up and Roman Reigns steps out. As we go to a commercial break. Ronda, dude, Ronda has been so money as of late. Uh, The smiling baby face pales in comparison to this. She uh, She comes across as such a badass now. Yet, like, still a baby face, too. And the crowd is just, like, eating this all up. Eating this all up. The crowd loves Ronda Rousey right now. They're digging what she's doing. I think this is the the this is the Ronda Rousey we've all been wanting to see in WWE. Um you don't have to be a smiling baby face to get the crowd on your side. Ronda Rousey has the crowd on her side right now. It's weird how that double turn kind of happened between her and Liv Morgan, but it but the fans are still on Liv Morgan's side, but man, they are just they are behind Ronda Rousey now. So, um I'm really liking what they're doing with her and I'm wondering where this is all going. I'm guessing It's obviously leading to her getting a title shot again, but will it be against Liv Morgan or will it be against Shayna Baszler? We'll get to that in a little bit, but first, Natalia and Sonya Deville versus Toxic Attraction. Toxic Attraction were put in this match at the last minute to replace Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark after Zoe Stark suffered an injury on NXT this week during Heat Wave, so toxic attraction comes in instead not mandy got the other two um, but but um but um you know i think that they were the right choice here um i think that you know ultimately out of all you know if you're going to put a team in there i think most people assumed that she was going to be i excuse me that that, that this team was going to be um, who was putting the tournament in the first place. I think that most people assumed that, um, you know, because they were a fully formed team, they were already kind of over Um, in NXT, they've been doing their thing um, and and weren't holding gold at the time, that I think that people assumed that if they were going to put a team from NXT in here, it should have been Toxic Attraction. Now, I don't know if the plan was, obviously, with Zoe Stark and Keita Lyons, or if they were going to get a... Little call up and now they're not. However, uh, Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane uh, get the nod here before the match. Though Bailey Dakota Kai and Io Sky show up ringside to watch the match, and you get that good old tension between Bailey and Michael Cole again, which had them all tongue twisted on commentary while she yelled at him from behind. And surprisingly, Toxic Attraction advanced in this one. Um, I think that that was I think that was a little bit of an, I would say that's an upset you know I mean the veteran in Natalia in um, Sony Deville has been on the main roster for a while now and I, I think that because of the last minute addition into the tournament um, and because of how firmly planted in NXT storylines they are right now I think you would have assumed that they would not have come out on top of this match that something else would have occurred but We got Toxic Attraction lasting a little bit longer in the tournament. After that, after that, we had the best segment of the show. We had Sammy Zayn being summoned to Roman Reigns' locker room. Finally, finally, the tribal chief and the honorary oos have a sit-down talk. And it goes the exact opposite way that I think we all would have expected, which was. Perfect. Perfect in my opinion. That it did not end with Sammy getting berated. Not yet. We don't need to get there. The honorary Uso did help is helping Roman Reigns. So Roman asks Sammy how everything's been going, and Sammy goes, Well, <laughs> be totally honest. It's been a bit dicey. And he starts to complain about Jay Uso. And then he's like Ranting about how mean Jay has been and how he doesn't, he's not appreciative of all the things that he does. And he's just ranting and ranting and ranting about Jay. And once he finally finishes, you think that Roman's going to get mad at him for talking all this crap on his family member for his right hand man. But instead, Roman finally says, You're right. And the, the light that shines across Sami Zayn's face here is amazing. He's just so happy that Roman's on his side. Uh, and Roman's like, I've been saying that. He doesn't appreciate anything. Why are you even talking to him? You should be talking to me. You should be talking to Jimmy. <laughs> and he walks off screen. Off the screen, and the phone starts to ring, and it's Jay. And I love that. <laughs> I love. I don't know why he laugh so hard. That that J that Roman Reigns picture saved for Jay Uso is his picture on WWE.com. I don't know why that made me laugh so much. It just seems so impersonal. Like if like I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, or basic. I don't know. Just the thought of him like saving going to www.com to save people's pictures for their number or for their, you know, picture to come up when he call, when they call him. I don't know. It made me laugh. Nothing not not like a picture of them out together nothing. I don't know. Made me laugh. Maybe I'm alone. Uh, but Jay calls Roman tells Sammy to answer it. And I, love, I love this, too, because Sammy just goes, Hello, tribal... I mean, uh, Roman Reigns' phone. <laughs> Which, I don't know. It was so good to me. I just The way he played it up, how he was going to say tribal chief's phone, but then he says Roman Reigns' phone, and he has this back and forth with Jay that ends in a not kind way. When Roman asks what they're talking about, he's like, he's just screaming. I barely understood... A word he said, something about trouble at the border. I don't think they're going to be here tonight. And then Roman asks what he's got going on tonight. And Sammy says he's in a five-way later to become the number one contender to the IC title. Roman tells him that would look good in the bloodline, which makes Sammy happy. He's like beaming with excitement. Um, and, you know, he, he's like, wow, go get ready for your match. You should go get ready for your match. They're having this nice bro down. And as he's about to leave, he says, "Wait, real fast, though. Hey, are you still cool with Kevin Owens? And he says to let Kevin Owens know, I don't owe anybody anything ever. Now, this is obviously referencing the fact that this week on Raw, Kevin Owens was talking about he's the new Kevin Owens. He he beats up Drew McIntyre a little bit to to leave him motionless for the Usos to attack. And he looks at the Usos and he says, "Uh, you tell Roman Reigns, he owes me one. Well, now Roman Reigns is saying he does not owe anybody anything Ever and I really like this. You know, I like that right now. What's happening is like all these top like storylines are all kind of like slowly percolating. Like we have stuff going on. We're building the matches, but there's like under current feuds percolating as well. You know, you've got Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, but underneath that surface, you've got Killer Cross, excuse me, Carrying Cross waiting in the wings to go after Drew, and he's talking about it on this show. We'll get to that. He's talking about it on social media. We'll talk about that. Now, Roman Reigns. He's got this thing that's slowly building up with with Kevin Owens again. And so there's these things that are slowly rising up, that are slowly happening, while there's main feuds happening above it. And I'm really liking that again. I feel like all the time is being maximized on TV again. All the time is being used towards making things feel important. And this is another one where even though it was fun, even though it was um, exciting to see Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns having a heart-to-heart, I feel like even you know Roman Reigns being relatable with Sami Zayn gave off like rock and sock connection vibes with just the way these two both are. But I like how there's purpose to all of it still. Things are still being built. Things are still happening. Things are still going on. And I'm into it right now. Maximum male models are in the ring after that. Max Dupree begins to cut a promo, but he gets interrupted by Hit Row. And Max tells AJ he's not model material, which immediately gets him tossed from the ring. Uh, The group then performs a rap song in the ring. You can see Maxine Dupree at one point on the stage getting into it. But she gets stopped by Max Dupree, taken backstage. Uh, Cole also made me laugh after, because they say this. They say the words we back a lot in the song, and Cole says, I think the name of the song is We Back, <laughs> which I don't know why it tickled me so much, but I liked it. Um, I, you know, I saw some people say this was a little long, or that a music video might have accomplished this better, a little more polished, but once again, like, I just enjoy seeing new things being tried on TV, and stuff like this feels fresh. I just want new this is new. This is different. This is not the norm. This is not what you always see. People are being are, are showing themselves as stars a little more in these few weeks. Like you're seeing why these people could be stars. Feels like they're in the star making business again, and I like it. All right, let's get to a quick commercial break, and then I'm going to come back with killer. Excuse me, I keep saying killer. I got used to dropping the carrying cross. When we come back from the break. We'll get into this carrying cross and scarlet vignette. All right, appreciate you sticking around with the commercial break. Now, let's continue on with SmackDown. We had Karrion, Cross and Scarlett in a pre-taped vignette. And uh, Cross references McIntyre's promo on Raw this week where he says, "...whether Drew wants it or not, he was a chosen one, just like Reigns. They chose you, and they were wrong." And then he starts to repeat it while screaming, "...they chose you, one, they were wrong!" Uh, this looked cool, it felt genuine from Cross, no complaints here whatsoever, um, I just, you know, new people that are good at cutting promos, that are engaging, that, that make you want, that that, that that keep your attention, that's what I want to see, and that Cross and Scarlett are two people who clearly keep your attention when they are on screen. I would, however, I would love to see them just give it a chance one time, give the, the the type of vignettes that cross posts on posts on social media, I would like to see them give a shot for one of those on television. The one he posted this week was was like really cool, and it explained like it kind of connected the dots in a much more theatrical way, which I really did like. So um, I, I I don't dislike these the, this vignette they did with him whatsoever. I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. No complaints. Like I said, I just. I would love to see them try one of these because he does have a real cool theatrical mind and I think it would come across well on TV if they tried a a vignette in the style that he makes them. All right, now we had a five way to determine who would be the number one contender to the IC title and get a match against Gunther at Clash at the Castle. Sheamus versus Ricochet versus Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin versus Sammy Zayn uh, first of all, let's just talk about this massive pop that Sami Zayn got at the top of the show. Massive pop for the hometown boy. I mean, this was like, a this was big, you know, like that, you know, especially considering the fact that Sami Zayn has been a heel for this long, um, and is one of the best heels on the show. I was not expecting something of this level. And as the match began, they were even doing the Ole chant for him. But, Ricochet cuts it off by knocking him out of the ring. I was shocked that Michael Cole even busted out an El Generico reference. Uh, I he said that Sammy looked like El Generico out there, and I was like, "Wait, what? This is a whole new frontier without Vince McMahon at the helm." Uh, what I was, I, I, El Generico. That's like such a deep reference to Sami Zayn's past. I mean, not that deep if you followed his career, uh, but man, I was not expecting that. Uh, Sheamus pounds everyone's chest in and tries to do the Sami Zayn, tries to do the same to Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn reverses out of it and hits a tope on Seamus. And Corbin, I tweeted this during the show, but it really is amazing to me how effortlessly Sami Zayn can go back and forth between one of the best heels on the roster and underdog babyface without missing a beat, does it? Effortlessly, that's how you know Sami Zayn is one of the best out there right now. No issues going back and forth between the two, just because the hometown crowd has given him so much love, and he even, you know, they even played into that in the match. He didn't play the match as a heel; he wrestled in his old babyface style. Uh, busting out the Huluva, uh, the Huluva kick. Well, he does the Huluva kick still, but you know, busting out the blue bomb, busting it out like he did when he was a baby face, making it the underdog, getting the crowd to pop when he does it. Huge fan of what he was doing in that match. Uh, Sami Zayn though does land weird on a white noise from Sheamus off the top rope, causing him to go to the back as the show goes to commercial. Um, after some action, once we return though, Sami Zayn, Reza- Sami Zayn returns to the match and Suplexes ricochet into the corner, hits the huluva kick. Crowd goes nuts, thinking he's about to win. Stoked for their hometown boy, but Corbin pulls him out of the ring and slams his shoulder into the post on the outside. Sheamus then hits a bro kick on Corbin to get the win, and that means, yes, we're getting Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash of the Castle for the Intercontinental (laughs) Chi. intercontinental title clash at the castle intercontinental title who's tongue twisted now it's not michael cole it's this guy over here oh sorry about that (laughs) but man i'm so hyped for seamus versus gunther man that match has potential to steal the show at class clash at the castle man so many c's i'm I'm dying over here (laughs) That match has the potential to steal the show at Clash at the Castle. Sheamus and Gunther are going to beat the living hell out of each other. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be violent. I can't wait to see it. I feel like those are two guys who want to have match of the night when they're in the UK when they when the WWE is doing a huge event. In the UK, they've been talking. Everyone's been talking about it forever. Who's out there? And now there's a big one happening again. These two men are gonna do their damnedest to steal the show. Interesting doing heel versus heel, but I don't think it matters with someone like Sheamus or with someone like Gunther. So combined, it's gonna be like watching King Kong versus Godzilla. At least in my opinion, Viking Raiders. Had a video vignette after that. They're shown by a campfire with ominous music playing and a New Day shirt behind them. They say, We respect you as great warriors, champions, and heroes, but your time has passed. You failed to heed our warnings, and now Valhalla awaits. Kind of a nice thing to say to your opponent, considering Valhalla's like heaven. You're like... Like, I mean, at least they're like complimenting their their opponents and saying they're going to go to heaven, uh, but I liked how this looked. They burn the New Day merch. They walk away from a fully engulfed flame in the forest, which definitely seems dangerous, but I'm guessing it got put out right away once the camera turned off. <laughs> Liv Morgan and Shotzi do backstage interviews after that, and then we get Liv Morgan versus Shotzi after the break. Shotzi dominates early on, but after the break, Liv finally catches some fire and hits the Oblivion for a pinfall short, but neither competitor came out of it looking bad, especially since Liv is selling the fact that her arm is supposed to be injured still, but then dastardly Shayna Baszler hits the ring after and attacks Liv with a vicious knee. Uh, I love what she does after, though. She she acts like she's going to break Liv's arm Gets real close like a movie villain and says she doesn't want to do that because then she won't get her title match. So instead, she stops short and kicks Liv in the face. Good stuff here from Shayna Baszler. Ultimate heel business. Following that, Ronda Rousey gives... uh, Excuse me. Following that, there's an update given on Ronda Rousey. It's said that Ronda uh, has been released from jail... Uh, because Pierce did not want to press any charges against her smart of Adam Pierce to not press charges against Ronda Rousey after seeing the way that she handles people who do things that she doesn't like uh, i i and like i said at the top great great stuff they're doing with Ronda Rousey they're making her seem like an anti-hero vibe and i, I i'm really digging it After the commercial, we have our big, hyped-up, face-to-face confrontation between undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, who will challenge him for those titles at Clash at the Castle, said it better that time. First, we have Roman Reigns out, and he comes out and he talks about Drew McIntyre's promo from Monday, and he says, if anyone ever comes out and says... They're the face of this company. They're lying. If anyone says they carry this company on their back, Drew McIntyre, you're lying. There's only one man who can say they're the main eventer in WWE. Only one man carries this company on his back, and his name is Roman Reigns. Also says that he doesn't need to say anything to Drew's face because Drew is beneath him. Obviously, this prompts an entrance from Drew McIntyre. Drew says... He would have loved to have said all these things to Roman Reigns' face, but Roman's not really here all the time anymore, uh, and that Roman doesn't represent the belts well and doesn't deserve to be champion. Drew says uh, that that, uh, Roman's got the wise man working for him behind the scenes, the Usos doing his bidding, but alone, he's just a man, and when he's face-to-face with that man, he sees fear. Quote, There's not a man alive Drew McIntyre can't tear apart with his bare hands. Great stuff from Drew McIntyre here. Drew McIntyre really did a great job of selling himself the past week. When you you give Drew McIntyre a mic and you tell that man to passionately sell himself, uh, no one's going to do it better. That man is so good at just looking like someone you'd never want to fight. That's Drew McIntyre. I would never want to fight Drew McIntyre. God, no. I don't care how nice he seems in person. Uh, That man actually could tear you apart with his bare hands. You just got to look at that chest and those biceps to see that you're not going to stand a chance. So, uh, you know, anytime Drew McIntyre can remind people just how much of a tough guy he is, without the sword, without the kilt, just with a mic in his hand and passion, and fire behind his words, he's going to sell you into that seat. And that's what he did here, again, with this promo. He reminded you that he is just, he is on the exact same level as Roman Reigns. He just doesn't talk about it all the time. Now, Drew gets hyped up and says, you know what, he feels like a fight tonight. So he tears off his shirt, and Roman attacks. But it's immediately foiled by Drew, who suplexes him across the ring, uh, and then he starts to do uh, run towards Roman for a Claymore, but Sami Zayn pops in out of nowhere and takes the Claymore in his place. This allows Roman to kind of get free for a second, but it's not enough. And Drew hits a Claymore on Roman Reigns. Still stands over Roman with both belts as the show comes to an end. Um, you know, I had a friend text me as I was about to record this, and he said, uh, "Roman is what he said exactly." He said, "Roman isn't an everyday guy anymore." Drew never got a real pop for winning the title from Brock. This match is in the UK and Triple H is in charge now. Could Drew be winning in Cardiff? Could we be seeing the end of Roman's run with those belts at Clash? (sighs) That's a tough question. That's a tough question. You know, for so long, with the way things had been going, and, you know, with Vince McMahon's vision... I didn't picture Roman Reigns losing that title anytime soon. Not unless it was at a WrestleMania against The Rock. Not unless he had at least challenged The Rock. Or had The Rock, excuse me, had The Rock challenge him once for the titles. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. But now, with Triple H in charge with these questions that he just said to me here, my friend, I do wonder these things. I do wonder these things. And what if? What if? What if Drew does win? What if Drew does win in Cardiff and we see another huge return afterwards? I don't want to say who I think. I don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to get anyone else's hopes up. But Triple H bringing people back and good things happening, you know. I could see a world where Drew McIntyre beats Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal Championship at Clash of the Castle in Cardiff and then he does what he believes needs to be done and separates the belts and he says I'm going to defend these separately that's what I think is going to happen I'm going to defend these separately and somehow the belts get switched to another show whether it's in a triple threat where, where, where McIntyre never gets pinned or something I don't know But I could see a world where Drew wins the title and splits them up. All right, I'm done here. Before we go, let's just talk about a few little things. Gotta do a little bit of housekeeping. First, I wanna say subscribe to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. If you're listening to this podcast, I appreciate you being on the podcast feed, but make sure that you are subscribed. to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel as well. That's where you can find Out of Character every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Clips from the show going out all week. Clips from Raw SmackDown. Stuff in the Community tab. So much more. So make sure that you are subscribed to Out of... What's it? Out of Character? Uh, I got a little ahead of myself. That's the ADD in my brain. Go subscribe to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. This is the Out of Character podcast feed though that's where you already are so i hope i hope that you are already subscribed to the channel i hope you're already following here i hope that you already are listening to all the weekly shows i'm putting out the raw roundup smackdown roundup which is this and also out of character got a best of that goes out on sunday as well a little small version of the best of the week That of all the stuff that I've recorded throughout, that's what you're going to get on Sundays. Best of the week. So make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast feed. And if you're already subscribed, I appreciate it. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please go leave a review. I had someone get mad at me uh, on on social media this week because I I don't say exactly where to leave reviews except for Apple Podcasts. I think that's the only place you can leave a a review. I, I I I that's, I, I, don't, I don't see a place on Spotify you can do it. But if you know of another place, someone tweet me and let me know, and I will I will spread the word here. I think I, I think you can maybe do it in the Google Store too. Not a hundred percent positive. Don't quote me on that. Don't hold it against me. But I appreciate those of you who are subscribed to this channel. Also, make sure you follow WWE on Fox on social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yes we're on TikTok as well so go follow us on TikTok so you can see all of our fun content there as well. I'm also on Twitch, Ryan Satin streams. All right, I'm done, officially tapping out for now until next time. I'm Ryan Satin and I need to get some rest. <laughs>